You're listening to Orange Blaze, a Florida Trail podcast. I also would like to see us elevate our reputation within the thru-hiker community. You know, the Florida Trail is sort of the little redheaded stepchild of the, <laughs> the thru-hiking community, right? I think we all know, you know, we... You know, we're standing up. We're saying, hey, no, guys, we're, we're a thing. Come down and see us. I want us to keep pushing that way. I want us to keep bringing through hikers down, you know, and letting this be an experience for them in their winter travel. That was Eleni Moss McDaniel, Florida Trail section hiker and secretary of the Florida Trail Hikers Alliance. And I'm Misty Ridley Little, your host for this podcast. Eleni and I have been Instagram friends for a while now, and it was time to get her on the podcast to chat about her role in coordinating the Florida Trail kickoff and the Billy Goat Day in association with the Florida Trail Hikers Alliance, as well as about her own hiking experiences on the Florida Trail. As I produce this podcast, I'm always sad when I make these great connections with people, particularly the ones who live in Florida, when I know that our paths will not be crossing anytime soon. Everyone I meet through this podcast seems like a great person to get to know on the trail, and Lainey is no different. Now, before we launch into the episode, I have a few items of note, so please don't fast forward this quite yet. There are several closures on the Florida Trail right now, and I wanted to just highlight them. I'll put the information in the show notes. If you need more information on that area, you can click through and see what the Florida Trail Association is saying. The first one is that the Juniper Prairie Wilderness in Ocala National Forest is temporarily closed due to bear activity. You know, hopefully, hopefully that's going to open soon. And I know some through hikers are probably heading through that area now. So be aware you will probably be road walking around that. A little further south at Kissimmee Prairie, there is some culvert repair at the S65A lock. Um, So you're going to have to find a way around that area once you get into the Kissimmee Prairie State Park. The Florida Trail Association volunteer Mike Gormley has offered to shuttle people around that area. So please check the show notes for that so you can get his contact information. And even further south in Big Cypress, they are planning a prescribed fire that was beginning around February 22nd. And trails will reopen when the fire is completed. And on to something else that I mentioned in episode 8 with Kelly and Sean. If you've been around the Florida Trail community in the last 6 to 8 months, you probably are aware of a deceased hiker who was found in Big Cypress last summer. He was identified by his trail name as Mostly Harmless but he has not been identified by his birth or given name and his family is not known. Um, The Collier County Sheriff's Office recently, they created a podcast and their first three episodes are in regard to this particular case. It's called Sworn Statement. You can find it on iTunes and SoundCloud and please give it a listen and pass it along to the greater hiking community, especially anybody who was on the Appalachian Trail in 2017 or is from New York State, possibly even the Brooklyn area. Currently, all the leads that I'm seeing are tracing back to those areas. So any more information that you may have on this hiker, please contact the Collier County Sheriff's Office. As always, you can check show notes out at orangeblaze.thegardenpathpodcast.com. Drop me an email at orangeblazepodcast at gmail.com. And you can find me on Instagram at orangeblazepodcast. Okay, on to the episode. Um, yeah, so I don't even know where we would begin, but <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I feel like I know you and it's like, I, the same to all the people I talk to, like, I feel like I know you, but I don't actually know you. So, um, maybe like, tell me a little bit about your hiking background and well, a introduce yourself, your name and your trail name and all of that good stuff. Um, my name is Elaine McDaniel, AKA Moss. Um, I started hiking, 
Oh, geez. Six years ago, um, I became involved with the Florida Trail a little while after that when I found it. Um, I was introduced. I was introduced in two ways. I have a long, long backstory with the Florida Trail. Years ago, I was involved with medieval reenactment. Oh, yeah. Cool. Total nerd flag flying there. (laughs) Um, We used to do events up in Ocala. And I ran across these blazes. And I sort of tucked that in the back of my head. I knew there was a trail that went through Ocala with orange blazes. Fast forward several years. I'm no longer involved with Adam. I've gotten to hiking and nature photography. And um, I met a lady on the trail who sort of put two and two together for me. And that's how I found the Florida Trail. All right. So you're from Florida originally then? I was born and raised in Plant City. Yep. Okay. Born and bred Floridian. All right. So you took you till you're an adult to even underneath the Florida Trail was even there too. So it sounds like the similar situation of most Floridians. <laughs> it's not well known. Even to this day, most Floridians don't know we have a trail that spans our state. Yeah. Yeah. So you found that trail uh, uh, in Ocala, but how did you come back to the Florida Trail after all those years? You started hiking. Where were you hiking? That would be in the Green Swamp Wilderness area, which is on our western corridor. Back when I lived in Plant City, um, I spent a lot of time along that corridor. You know, the, that western portion was my, those were my stomping grounds. <laughs> There's a trail down there. I knew it had orange blazes. Then I met a hiker one day who put it together for me. Yeah, right, right. Now, I have not spent much time on the western corridor. I did a little bit in the... Um, what's the it's not there's the croom tract and then there's another tract citrus track yes uh and i can't remember which section that one goes to but yeah we hiked that area but i've not been on any different been at the green swamp i haven't seen any of that part so maybe talk about that section because i don't think i mean through hikers are generally not going that direction do you can you elaborate on what you know about that um well first of all that section i would never Generally, I will never suggest through hikers go through it. Um, between the road walk leading up to it, if you are northbound, and the fact that you run into multiple hunting dates during our through hike season, it's not the best place to through hike. We do have a through hiker coming southbound through it this year. Oh, okay. Um, that's same time. Oh, okay. He's going that way. Okay. He's going that way this year. So props to him for you know, going a little different this way. Um, I always suggest it's wonderful to come back in through hike that section. If you want to just sort of bypass that little road walk south of it, it gets you towards some hammocks, some swampier areas. Um, you get you up through those tracks and you have some beautiful area, beautiful views. You have several rivers that run through that. So water isn't, is rarely an issue unless you're on the citrus track. Um, it's a little less traveled, so I feel like you certainly get a little bit more of a taste of wild Florida on the western side. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, it's nice on the eastern side because you get all the city stuff because you've gone so long without it. But I, I understand it's just, and then the roadwalk is what you know thwarts everybody. They see all that like thirty or forty miles, and you're like, I don't know. Yeah. No. Mom, they they've had enough of a road walking. By the time we get to that point, they don't want to tack on more. 
Right. Now, I mean, I know you're not associated with the Florida Trail Association, but like you probably are a little more immersed in um, the hiker culture there. Yes. What do you think the um, odds are of that ever, that section ever being off the roads? Um, our Eastern Corridor? Western Corridor. Uh, Western Corridor. Ugh. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like that would be a long shot. Um, it's not a priority in terms of getting it off the roads. We might in bits and pieces slowly move it into not necessarily wilderness, but off road walk zones. Right. But I'm not holding my breath. I mean, that's I, that's one of those things. Roadwalks in Florida are already a battle in of itself. You know, it's something we deal with every year. So we can only hope for little bits and pieces at a time. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, the eastern quarter is the most traffic. This can be a higher priority. But in the back of my head, it's like, what? You know, these other sections are great, too. So always encourage people to come back and, and just section hike that portion. It's gorgeous. You know, you really get a taste of some wild Florida back there. Right. Right. Um, yeah, so maybe you talk about that first experience, um, on the Florida trail, like when you actually like, after you put the two and two together, when you came back to the Florida trail to go hike on it, what was your first hike? Well, I kept doing little sections of the Western corridor here and there, just like little day hikes. Um, my first actual section was the Ocala section. Um, and to this day, I mean, I know I will always crown the western corridor through and through the ocala section always has a special place in my heart um i feel like it is in my personal opinion <laughs> one of the most beautiful sections on the florida trail you have plenty of opportunities to go see our natural springs which are a true treasure um you get to go visit the 88 store there is just these little gems along that section would just make it so wonderful you have hidden pond which is always a it's always nice to camp there when it's quiet. Yeah. <laughs> so were you backpacking on that trip or was it like a series of day hikes or was that, um, actual... that was the first backpacking experience ever? Oh, oh, wow. Okay. And were you with a group or your friends or? I went out with a girlfriend of mine, a, f- a friend of mine. Um, this was one of her first experiences too. So we sort of fumbled through it together. There was a lot of there's a lot of initial mistakes, but at least it's one of the situations, hey, we're doing it together. Right. <laughs> Which made it a good experience. Right, right. Yeah, so I mean, what time of year was that? I guess winter or, or a nice spring? Back when I was still in school. So I think it was a winter break. So that must have been December or something. Right, right. Nice. And so how about since then? I mean, you've done... I've seen you've done quite a lot many other sections um but what other sections have you done that come to mind that are your favorite bits of the england section here and there um swanee big cypress um the eastern corridor as i get through it a year ago i lost my desktop to a lightning strike oh my god my entire mile countage on an excel sheet So I'm starting over from scratch this year. Oh, mile zero and on the Florida trail. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I think I was up to 500 something at that point. I, there was some, there was some tears shed over that. (laughs) Yeah. Cause you were almost halfway done. That would have been uh, so dramatic. (laughs) Yeah. There's tears shed over that. So I'm starting over this year. We're going to start at mile zero this year. 
Now, do you have like a method to like sections you want to conquer first or do you, or do you, does it matter? Do you want to try to go south to north, north to south, or just start wherever you have time? I'm just going to throw a dart at the board and see where I land. Um, I sort of, the rest of my life is so planned and controlled. I sort of go by my whim when I'm hiking. Like, I don't know where we're going. We're going to see where the wind takes us. Um, Perspectively, in April, I'm hoping to do the Ocean to Lake Trail. Yeah. Um, But I got to go ahead and make my reservations. And there's some logistics we got to figure out. Awesome. No, I mean, don't want to, like, say if you're going alone or not. But typically, are you hiking by yourself or are you still going out with friends? Typically, I'm a lone hiker. Um, That's because I do a lot of photography. And I know that slows a group up. You know, I don't. Everyone hike your own hike, but you don't want to be that one in the back. Like a mile behind everyone. Oh, here comes the turtle. They call her Moss. Oh, is that where you got your name from, Moss? Uh, Yeah, I tend to get a little distracted to hang out too long. (laughs) That's funny. Um, No, you keep saying photography. Are you, I haven't seen um, you post, do you sell your work anywhere? Um, I've had a few offers here and there to buy a couple pieces, um, just from, you know, friends and some family, nothing professionally. It's something I do as a hobby. It's purely an outlet for me. You know, one day, yes, I would love to actually take it further, but I got other things I got to tackle first. Right, right. Yeah, no, I understand. There's like, sometimes you just want to like creep along the trail and see what's going on and and then, and then other times I like to move too, make a destination. Yeah. So like, listen, if there's a buffet at the end of that destination. You're going to be hauling no matter what you do. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So you're doing hopefully ocean to lake. Now, do you have any other sections that you'd like to tackle after that? After that, we're going to be too warm to go big cypress at that point. So I'm probably going to try to tackle that next early next year at kickoff again. I think I might hit a little bit of the panhandle up. I admit I don't get up there as much as I should or I'd like to. You know, go up there and see Frosty and Flat Top and um, get through with them. Maybe do some couple sections with them. That'd be nice. Yeah, that would be good. And, you know, maybe by the time... I don't know. I just saw someone post pictures of the Econfina area today. So <laughs> I'm going to yeah. guess it's still a while away before that's cleared. So, And it's going to take a while. And, you know, maybe next year, maybe this year, you work around it. Yeah, right. Um, now, you mentioned you know, you're hiking alone a lot. Um, do you have any issues? Like, have you had any issues hiking alone? Come across any strange people? I actually just read... Uh, Heather Anderson's new book and she mentions several uh creepy men <laughs> and I, I've, I've seen this repetition in several <laughs> other single women hiker books and you know it's always I've never been a solo hiker so I'm just curious like from your perspective um have you always felt safe and comfortable on the trails knock on wood I have only had a, a few experiences that sort of made the hair on my neck stand on end you know um, I've gotten very good at hiding my shelter off trail if necessary, you know, sort of stealth camping away from known campsites if I feel like a situation isn't okay. I, 
I've been so far fairly fortunate. I've only had a small, a few run-ins and they were very, very, they were over quickly. It wasn't something I had to worry about too much. Right. Um, but that's, you know, you accept that danger and when you go out there, you know, it's a possibility, but how many times have we ran into a sticky situation or a situation we are uncomfortable with in a parking garage? Yeah, right. You know, I'm much more likely to be approached or have an altercation walking out to the parking garage at my work than I am in the middle of a forest. Right. And you just, you keep that perspective in your head, you know, right. and you handle the encounters as well as you can. Right. Yes, but what about any other safety precautions? I mean, I'm sure you have a cell phone. Do you ever take a spot or anything like that? I don't take a spot and it drives my parents insane. <laughs> I don't. Um, one day, yes, I might. I've, I've always pretty much been in Florida for the most part. So with the exception of when I'm up in the Pacific Northwest, they sort of not brought it up again. I do carry a knife with me at all times. I keep it in my hip belt, so I have quick and easy access. In addition, I also have um, a quick draw knife on my shoulder pack that I can draw without taking my pack off. Oh, that's good. I don't hike with a gun. Everyone has their own opinion on that. You know, it's a subject that has been discussed at length on (laughs) any hiking board on Facebook. So everyone has their own conclusions on that. But I've never felt it was necessary. I've never come across the the general feeling that people should carry a gun. Is that changing? I think it depends on what part of the country you're in and the general consensus on gun control in that area. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's... Yeah. Well, I guess since we're kind of on the gear subject, um, maybe we can't talk about uh, gear. I think you recently rebuilt your your gear pack and your setup. Um, you seem like you're fairly lightweight, so maybe you could talk a little bit about that. I am. I'm very li- um With this revamp, I was able to bring my base weight down to thirteen point eight, um, which pounds, which I'm very comfortable with. I don't know what that is in ounces. I know they go by ounces. <laughs> you do the conversion (laughs) so but that means that's with a tarp tent i have a gossamer gear pack i have an enlightened quilt i have an ultralight sleeping pad ultralight pillow um one decision why i decided to go as light as i can was to compensate for the pack of my the weight of my camera you know that can add anywhere from three to six pounds depending on lenses and gear i have with it right So after my first hike with a full pack, I think my weight was just, I don't even know what it was. I didn't measure. It was terrible. I knew I had to do something. So it it took several years to piece together a setup I was comfortable with. Okay. Now, do you carry a separate, like, I see birders sometimes carry a separate thing on their, on the front of their, their pack. And then they have their backpack on the back too. Do you carry something separate for your camera or do you have... Um, I sort of have an attachable brain, attachable, attachable, an attachable (laughs) on the top of my Gossamer gear pack. If I'm carrying my camera with me, that way I have it separate. I've also been able to waterproof it. So in weather conditions, my camera is fairly safe. Okay. Yeah. I rarely take my good camera. We have 
bought nice point and shoots for our through hikes. And, but as a day hiker, day hiker, or I've done it maybe, maybe on like one overnight, I've taken my good camera, but I'm always, I'm too sketched, too scared and worried about breaking or water or whatever. Um, I mean, I, I don't think I'll be taking it on like my OTL section, like that, that section coming up. It's probably just going to be my phone. Yeah. You know, like I, I will do weekends with it. I'll do a few days. If I'm going longer than three days, then it's, it becomes dead weight at that point. Cause I don't want to shoot, stop and shoot after three days. That yeah. point, I'm ready to book it. <laughs> yeah. Or you can smell the food and you start thinking about soda and burgers and everything else. <laughs> okay. Let's just do this. Let's start getting miles under our feet. Um, something else I wanted to talk about is because I was so excited that you posted, you like to go swamp hiking and I like to go swamp hiking, but every time I tell people, I've had conversations with people and they're just like, you do what? And you, why do you want to go in the water and on purpose? And I know people like come to the Florida trail, you know, they know there's going to be hiking in water and it's Mm -hmm. just part of the trail, but like, there's also this subculture in Florida, like actually going to hike in the swamps to go see things. Oh yeah. And um, swamp hiking was something that took me a while to get into. And that was something I sort of developed a love for when I did those green swamp treks, because you do hit areas that do get watery sometimes. You know, there's that initial apprehension, especially in some parts of Florida, depending on which swamp you're in, you're not going to be able to see your feet. Yeah. You know, but you got to understand your biggest issues are above water. (laughs) Just watch out for the cypress knees and the limestone and step gingerly. And I think there are certain views in Florida that are just so utterly breathtaking that you can't get from dry land. You have to go in. You know, to really fully feel that, you know, the Everglades, I, I firmly believe you, it's very hard to appreciate the Everglades from the road. You need to go in and get waist deep. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think, you know, swamping in fact, Hatchie and other parts of Big Cypress. I mean, those are some of my, my most favorite experiences of living in Florida, um, because that's where the orchids are. That's where you see you know, these old logging trams and these cypresses that they cut down that for some reason they didn't haul out. And you just think this big humongous tree is laying here dead and it could still be alive. Yeah. <laughs> it's so disappointing. <laughs> it, it, your heart breaks a little bit when you see that. You just like, and there's a piece of Florida that will never get back. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's just like cool because you're, you're deep in there and like hardly anybody goes there. And you're just thinking about the native people who used to live there and thinking about the first people who like first white people who tried to trek across, <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> like before 41 was built before 75. And you're just like, Oh my God. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine trying to get down there without those roads? It's <sighs> crazy. So do you do any volunteering with the Florida trail association or are you strictly with the Florida Trail Hikers Alliance. Um, I used to volunteer a bit with the Florida Trail Association. At this time, especially with my recent move, I'm pretty much strictly with the Florida Trail Hikers um, Alliance. That's where I spend most of my time and energy on. And that's because I love the hiker culture. While it's important for our volunteers to engage in maintenance, and I will never stop telling people to go out there and volunteer with the trails, Um, My passion is bringing hiker culture to Florida. 
you know, we love our through hikers. We love our long section hikers. You know, we, we want to bring that to the trail. We, what, what's the use of a trail if you don't have hikers? Right. So, so how did you, well, how, Hey, how did you come across and meet with Sandra and John and, and get involved in, um, in this formation of the hiker Alliance? Well, it was over a course of about three years. I first volunteered to do the food coordination for Billy Goat Day, like three years ago, maybe something like that. Um, And then it was always just slowly picking up, you know, stuff to help out with. Um, I went to one of their discussions at an REI meetup. um, And then we all went out to dinner and, you know, the option of hey we have the secretary position open would you be down for it i'd be like okay i've been <laughs> to that you know and it's been it's been a journey you know it's i love my position i love working with it it has its own set of headaches like any position does um but the whole crew john sandra chris randy they're all phenomenal people who are so passionate about this you know, and that really helps you keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess as a secretary, I mean, you're just, uh, I mean, I'm guessing you're the one who's running the social media for it. Um, I'm hit or miss on that. We're So John and Sandra stepped down formally from this alliance at Billy Goat Day. Um, we now have Chris Bell and Randy. Chris is coming in as president. Randy is now our VP. Um, so we're now in this process of this switch over. Um, in addition to me moving again, it's, there's a collective sigh after Billy Goat Day because, okay, January is done. Group <laughs> and move forward again. Right. Um, I do a lot of the event coordination, which is something I, I enjoy. It can get stressful, but something I'm good at. I do handle some of the social media, um, Facebook moderation, um, notes and, you know, the informal stuff you do for a nonprofit board. Right, right, right. Stuff. Right. Well, yeah, let's talk about, I guess, the, the events you do. I mean, the two that come to mind, and please tell me if there's something I'm missing, but the kickoff and Billy Goat Day, is there anything else? Um, at this time, no. We have kickoff our first weekend of January, traditionally. And Billy Goat Day, which will be now hosted the last Saturday month of January, as of this time. I would like to see in the future us add a third event on. Later, I'm thinking like last week of February, early March, further north. Um, so we can start building our own trail days. Oh, okay. That's sort of a pipe dream of mine right now. And we'll get there. It'll take some time. It'll take some years. But I think we can get there. So, I mean... I'll brainstorm on this for a minute. Like what kind of trail town are you thinking might want to host this? Or what's your goal and guess? <laughs> we haven't even gotten that far. We have not <laughs> yet. What I'd like to see is I would like his, dis- you know, the FTA has their film festival. You know, that's usually, mm-hmm. hosted, you know, last week of January, somewhere around there. I would like us to actually have a hiker festival. You know, we didn't want to bring this into Billy Goat Day because that's a celebration of Billy Goat's birthday, you know, and a celebration of him. So we were like, okay, what can we do where we can maybe get, you know, vendors or a through hiker reunion? I would love for us to eventually form a through hiker reunion every year. I would like that. That'd be fun. 
you know, let's just do a night where all our former through hikers is that they want to come down. They can come out and chill and talk to other former through hikers, you know, trade stories. That would be, once again, it seems like it's a bit of a pipe dream right now, but I think it's possible. Yeah. No, I totally think it's possible. And I think there's becoming enough hikers on the trail for like former through hiker unions to happen. And I mean, even if you're having, if you're having a trail days and former through hikers coming, you know, they intermeeting intermingling with the current hikers on the trail. That would be, that would be pretty cool. It is. And I feel like our current, while Billy Goat Day is wonderful, I feel like our hikers aren't given enough of an opportunity to do that there, you know, because it can get a little overwhelming for them. Like I would like him to have like a real dedicated trail days where they can do that. Right. Right. Okay. So let's jump back to, to Billy goat day then for people who aren't familiar with who Billy goat is, maybe you can give a little bit background on, on him. Billy goat day is our renowned hiker. He has hiked the PCT AT he multiple times years ago. And he still does. He um, he winters in Florida because, hey, we're warm. It's nice. Um, it used to be just a couple friends would meet together at a restaurant and, you know, celebrate his birthday as a birthday party. You know, and all these friends are, of course, hikers and involved in trails and everything like that. And they're trail angels. The event slowly has grown and blossomed into a potluck, um, which we host at Lake Mills Park right now. And it's continued to grow. And it's, we all get together and we say, happy birthday, Billy Goat. Here's the next year on the trail. Um, you know, he's such a figurehead for us on the Florida trail, you know, because we're blessed to have him come down every winter, you know, and be here with us. Now, is he hike, does he, he's not through hiking the Florida trail every year. He's just hiking like sections kind of. He'll do a section here and there. Um. You know, he's, he, he winters down here. Okay. Okay. He's usually off. He does a lot on the PCT. Um, I believe he's done some out of country trails recently. I would have to go back and check. Right. <laughs> like I threw my brain dump on Billy Goat Day as soon as, as soon as that weekend's over. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And you guys, it seems like people come together pretty good to shuttle hikers up to Billy Goat Day because they'll be from you know 200 miles south or 200 miles north oh, and oh. <laughs> how does that work <laughs> i got my yearly headache um we actually formally are not involved in any trail angel activity and there's a reason we do that and that's because i believe the best trail angels are there doing it out of their own volition we are fortunate to have we're building a good conglomerate of trail angels along our little florida trail spine of florida mm-hmm. Um, and it's really great because we have Kelly and Flattop up north who can grab them on the way down. We have Ari and a bunch who can grab them from the south and come up. Um, me and a couple of other people tend to handle the center sections. You know, I picked up several from the Kissimmee State, Prairie State Park area, you know, Starvation Slow and all that. Mm-hmm. So we make it happen. <laughs> Somehow every year it comes together. I don't know how, but it does. <laughs> well, it's growing every year. That's for sure. It is. And we've been so fortunate every year. Not only are we getting more hikers, we're getting more people involved in the trail angel activities and reaching out and helping our hikers. Right. You know, it's 
to see our trail, our quote unquote unofficial, not really network, not that we have anything to do with it, but see those people come in and step up and help these hikers because they're finding out about the Alliance and they want to reach out and help these hikers. That's a great thing to see. Right. Right. You know, every year I, I get compliments from my hikers saying, you guys have a great trail angel system. And I'm like, we don't have a system, but thanks. <laughs> well, I got to say it's way better than it was when I hiked. And I mean, you know, the Florida Trail Association has their trail angel list, but you know, some of these folks are, you know, they're part of the chapters. And so some of them live far away from the trail. And so it's kind of can be a little bit more inconvenient to mm-hmm. necessarily connect with some of them. So we definitely ran into that in the panhandle trying to get shuttled into a town, which didn't happen. We had to hitch to a teeny town <laughs> instead. So, yeah. but yeah, I, I can see you guys have definitely like come a long way with us. So, and that's, you know, we want our, our motto is hikers helping hikers. You know, ultimately that is, it is hikers reaching out to other hikers on the Florida trail saying, we're here to support you. You know, we want this to be a good experience. We want you to come back. We want you to tell your other hiker friends to come and hike the Florida trail. Right. Right. Um, okay. So we'll backtrack even a little bit further, further um, back to the kickoff. I know when 2011, when we hiked Chuck and Tigger had, I don't know, it was kind of a kickoffy sort of thing about yeah. a week before we started. But it was, you know, the small group of like seven or eight people. It was really small. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's a lot different now. So I guess how did it evolve to how it is today? And um, where is it at? And when can people usually kind of expect, you know, we, what can they expect from you guys? We have been fortunate enough um, to be able to use Trail Lakes Campground down there. Um, they have been generous with us. They are phenomenal hosts. It can accommodate plenty of hikers there's plenty of space um we try to sort of get that rolling the first week in december um it's grown because the need has grown we 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 sent off at least 20 hikers this year section through and long section hikers that point of contact has been necessary and in, in addition they've been more volunteers you know it's no longer just chuck and Tigger, you know, it's me, it's Chris, it's Ari. There's there's a conglomerate of us who are pulling this together, you right. know. And it's a good way to start. You know, at on the day of kickoff, everyone shows up at night. There's a campfire talk regarding, you know, what to expect on the Florida Trail, answering questions for people who are not, you know, especially through hikers who are coming from out of state, what they need to be familiar with. There's usually a nice, you know, introduction and rundown on Leave No Trace in Florida. And it's a good way for us to get them out on the right foot. Right, right. Now, how are most people coming to the trailer? I guess, are you guys helping shuttle from airports or are they finding their own way there? It's a good mixture. It's a 50-50 mix right now. We have several who came in via shuttle um, from Trail Angels and several sort of bounced their way down with a mixture of train plane and automobile yeah <laughs> they show up there somehow we're like oh hey okay yeah um oh yeah it was like dan munsell said he took an uber i think to the trail and i was like well that's interesting that's that's <laughs> handy evidently that is a thing yeah <laughs> um something you would not have done several years ago so no nope that is that is a new development <laughs> i guess in your perspective what do you think is 
some of the things that you would like to see changed on the Florida Trail itself? I mean, that's maybe out of your hands necessarily, but, or do you see that will be happening soon that you kind of know about? Well, um, my head has been sort of in the ground right now. I've got a lot of personal stuff going on. So in terms of updated news and what's coming down the pipeline, eh, you could always check out the Florida Trail Hikers Alliance Facebook page. Um, Shout out there. We do post updates pretty frequently. In terms of what I would like to see change on the trail, I mean, I think the standard question is always going to be less roadwalks. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, we Those roadwalks take out hikers every year to stress fractures and stress ligaments and rolled ankles. You know, I, I wish... I wish the powers to be above me, above us, you know, would understand what those roadwalks are to a scenic trail, you know? Right. I also would like to see us elevate our reputation within the through hiker community. You know, the Florida trail is sort of the little redheaded stepchild of the Florida, the through hiking community, right? I think we all know. Yeah. You know, we, you know, we're standing up, we're saying, Hey, no guys, we're, we're a thing. Come down and see us. I want us to keep pushing that way. I want us to keep bringing through hikers down, you know, and letting this be an experience for them in their winter travels, you know? Right. Where else can you hike in winter in America? Well, you can't in Florida. Right, right. Maybe Arizona, but, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Arizona. I w- we would have to ask around that. I, I don't know too much about the AZT, so. Yeah, I'm sure there's some high elevation areas that probably get some snow, so. Yeah. I agree. The whole elevating the Florida trail, getting more, more popularity. I mean, I don't know if you'll ever think, do you think we'll ever see AT or PCT kind of levels or do you think it's going to be okay? No, no, I don't think we'll ever see that. And I don't personally ever want us to see us get to that AT level. You know, we joke that we have a quote unquote bubble every year. (laughs) One year we might actually have a bubble. Is it going to be an AT level bubble? No. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, uh, you want to you want to count your blessings but be aware of them too right now i don't think we're ever going to be as populated as pct or at and that's okay but i do want us to become a through hiker destination eventually you know yeah and i think we can get there you know we do tend to attract the ones who have done through hikes before we tend to attract veteran through hikers you know Ones who've done at least the AT or the PCT or at least some other long trail prior to this. Right. So do you have, do you have any desire to through hike or do you think you'll stick with section hiking? I do. I do. And I actually have plans to hopefully knock on wood if life goes as planned, but you, you, you know, my life, (laughs) nothing. Um, I do hope to eventually plan hopefully in 2021 is my goal. Oh, awesome. That sounds good. You know, at that point, if things fall in line, I can get out there for a couple months and do my through hike. I And if I don't get it, it's fine. I'm okay with section hiking, but I want to through hike under my belt eventually. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. Awesome. I Well, I hope in 2021 that works out for you. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so I'm going to bounce regions completely you have a love of the pacific northwest too how did you like decide you liked or how did you get up there to start hiking and um what are your favorite sections or trails up there um that was completely off the radar um i have a friend who lives up there she works in the health profession as well she's um, a cvi nurse i'm a respiratory therapist 
And it just worked out that our schedule said, hey, you wait, I have a week off. So do I. Let's come up here and see me in Washington. And I've never been up there before. You know, I've never been that far away from home. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, and you got to remember, I'm a flatlander. Born and raised in Florida. The idea of mountains. I say mountains. I have not really seen mountains that, that high before. So <laughs> the Northern Cascades. And for the first time in my itty bitty life, I saw a mountain. A mountain, a snow-capped mountain, and I remember telling her just pull the car over, stop. And I just sat there in awe for like ten minutes. The idea of an absent horizon, yeah, completely blew my mind. At that point, I just fell in love with Washington, the Pacific Northwest, um, the whole rainforest, um, the Northern Cascades are my go-to. If I if I have a region, I would be up there. You know. Now, have you done the enchantments yet? I have not. I have not ventured that far out. One day. Okay. One day. Yeah. And uh, for our 10th anniversary, we had a big trip that we went to the whole rainforest. And I wish we had spent more time in Olympic National Park, but we really didn't. And I was like, got a taste of it. I'm like, I need more. But the big trip, the big part was the enchantments. And we had, we got the best permit, which meant we could go to the, uh, to the, the the top and to the mm-hmm. Asgard Pass and, and we could camp up there and it was just it was amazing it was awesome it is and that, that's I sort I always tell people my heart is split three ways between the Pacific Northwest the Everglades and the Ocala National Forest <laughs> I just, that'd be like asking me to pick my favorite child <laughs> <laughs> I think those are that's a good split though I mean it's a little bit of everything yeah so I guess maybe if you want to talk about any hikers that you following online that you recommend people follow for the Florida trail, or just maybe there's some other hikers that you just uh, are really inspiring to you that aren't on the Florida trail. Um, or if there's any other resources uh, that you'd like to share. Um, always check out FT through hike on Instagram. That's ran by Chris Bell. Um, he's our go-to for our through hiker source. He's up to date on their Instagrams. He reposts them. He's always a good resource for that. Florida Trail Hikers Alliance, which I run on Instagram. You know, I do try to update every three days or so. I admit I'm not as good about that as I should. But during our through hiker season, I do try to make sure we're getting that up and going. This year, I've been following Will Everett closely. He mm-hmm. is our across the ponds hiker. Um, he's been, you know, it's beautiful. It's been wonderful to see Florida through his eyes. You know, I think that's one of the greatest joys I get is seeing Florida through non-native Florida eyes, you know, right. things that we sort of take advantage of and we it doesn't phase us, you know, completely throw them off. We're like, right. oh. <laughs> um, walks too much. Will Dukes, he's actually working on his piecing together his ECT mileage sweet kid too um i had the pleasure of shuttling shuttling him to billy goat day um i don't know if he's on instagram too much we had an at and pct hiker Mowgli come down Mm -hmm. um i've been in contact with him romad aka mayor and his oh yes friends we all enjoy seeing her show up on our instagram feed of course and then we also, I'm saying I'm a lot. <laughs> it's okay. I can edit. <laughs> we have Schweppes, who I believe is in line, you know, walking with Mayor. Mm-hmm. 
we had a good crew. We have a good crew on the trail this year. Mean Spaghetti Horse just finished. Yeah, I did see that. You know, great timing. I actually have a really good list here, and I looked over it today in case you asked me that question. I can't think of any Well, and I think you guys have a pretty good list on the the website. And I was actually going to like borrow that for mine. <laughs> um, so I'll probably, I'll put that link in the show notes so people can um, check that out. Um, some people have websites, some people just have like Instagram or Facebook, but yeah, there's a pretty good list of people. I do. I do. Intru- I do want to encourage our through hikers to start Instagrams. I feel like it's a great avenue for showing their journey. You you sort of don't have to deal with the mess and muddling of Facebook that you do on Instagram. It shows the story. It shows... I feel like it tells it better, you know? Yeah. yeah. I would try to push our through hikers like, go ahead and start that Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even have Facebook. So I feel like sometimes people like, I'm a, or check these Facebook. I'm like, mm. sorry. I hope you're, I hope you're a hiker on Instagram. Cause that's where I'm finding you. So. Yeah, exactly. I guess my next bastion is to check YouTube because I think people vlogging their journeys is becoming more popular, which I'm just like, I don't have a time to watch like 10 minute videos every day. So yeah, I don't. And I, some of them are really like, okay, they're concise and to the point. I feel like that's going to have, that's going to take a while to become a refined art, you know, in terms of hikers vlogging. Yeah. <laughs> also I, the amount of hikers I do follow every year who come through the trail, that would take a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, all right, well it's, it's five o'clock. Okay. <laughs> this is what we're watching today. We're watching, <laughs> we're watching YouTube videos. Yeah. Um, well, can, where can people find you online if you, uh, if you want to share your Instagram? My Instagram is Mackie Laney Moss. Um, you know, my three names. <laughs> um, for the most part there, I do have most of my nature photography, some of my hiking journey. I admit it's not as active as I probably should, but it's a work in progress. That's all right. It's all right. Well, do you have any other tips tricks or or um future florida trail through hikers make sure you wear your layers be prepared to have wet shoes have a second pair of shoes already purchased and make sure they're a little additional a little more cushiony for road walks yeah I think that throws our through hikers off every year they hit those road walks and sometimes the shoes don't cut it i'm a big fan of them upgrading as soon as they're out of big cypress into new shoes sounds good well, thanks for coming on and talking about what you do with the Florida Trail Hikers Alliance, your background with hiking. Um, you know, like I said, we've been chatting online for, I don't know, a couple of years now and, <laughs> and uh, you know, finally piecing together how it all fits together. So, well, thank you for having me. And um, I hope this is helpful to some people. I hope it brings them to the trail. I hope it gives them hope that we we are forming a hiker community. Awesome. 